so okay, that brings up a question. I mean, we're recording now, so we can yeah. just bring this up. So now that you know the search for IP and starting movies, the Spirit Halloween movie. Where, what's next? What brand is next? There's a Spirit Halloween Ooh. movie with Christopher Lloyd coming out, based off the Hollywood, the Hollywood, the Halloween store. Is this Contact Keeps first cold open? <laughs> yeah, I think we've had them before. I mean, there was the uh, there was the Google movie. With like Owen Wilson. Oh, with the, the internship. The internship. Well, that's where they just work at Google. Well, was no, that like Google. You're the, waiting for Google a movie called like Old Navy. Oh, you want like Old yeah, Navy? No, though. I, okay. Get the word "want" out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would say, what, I, what do you think would be next? Never, actually, okay, and I'll never. admit, I'll admit, Spirit Halloween thing. I'll, I'll, I'll go see that. Yeah, I know you fucking will. <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> got Christopher Lloyd in it. You know, they get locked in the Halloween store at night. Yeah, cool. Sounds fun. If it's a, is it about the store? Because I, I would say I could very well see a movie called like GameStop, and it's about the like stock stuff that went on. How but that's not really except like, well, no, yeah, it's not like social network. Mm. We're not like the, the, no, the just be like a bunch of a bunch like of weirdos in the internet who that did that. Like, harnesses that energy and maybe it, like, it takes place there, but it's not. It's a fictitious. It's a fictitious film. Okay. Not based on any real okay. event. Okay, so like Target the movie, James Target. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, you that one makes me shudder. What, you don't like Target? Spirit Halloween has personality. <laughs> what, you don't like Spot? The brand personality <laughs> of Target is like, like the, the nice, the bougie or Walmart. My head less, is... With less items. I'm going to say, I'm my movie pitch is Home Depot, a couple meets in a Home Depot. It's like an 80-minute romantic movie. No, they did this. They this has to be dad. This, no, this is a movie. A dad on a Saturday who has no. a list of shit he has to get done. No. And he is running out of time. The barbecue is in three hours. <laughs> the barbecue is in three hours, Jake. That would be fire. No, they did like a Christian singles movie. <laughs> about like using the app. That's any any Christian movies. No, like, no. That, that'll make money. No, okay. uh, yeah, but I'll make like, money. Of course, no. I mean, it was about the starring app. Mel Gibson and Mark Wahlberg. It was about like the Christian dating app, and it was about two people meeting on it. Okay, so I'll think of an alternate. Like, it just been like a God's Not Dead movie. It, it probably was. Like they probably like met like an angry atheist once. Oh man. That's not dead. He's surely. We we could do a movie called AMC about Nicole Kidman at AMC. Yeah. That's probably like their last ditch effort to save the theater. <laughs> like when we get to that point, and it's like pleading to come back. It's about it is you know what it you know what it'd be about. It'd all be about movie magic. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah. It's pass? still supposed to be coming back. It's not coming back. Do you, did you guys ever have it? No. No. Really? I had a the AMC movie pass thing when I was uh, at home. Dude, I. I, I don't what were, were we ever talking about Uber on any episode in this recording? yeah when we were talking about businesses Netflix you, movie, ba- movie money. pass do you know how they did it the, you would subscribe you would pick a ticket and they would just buy the ticket they had no <laughs> deals in place it was <laughs> they were just burning money to get it, to build up a user base it was straight up like you pay them $9 a month for a ticket it was you ask the you price ask, was big. You yes. ask for a ticket to Marvel's Avengers Endgame, and they fucking buy it from AMC and send you the code. Oh. It was truly... You, yeah, it was $10 a, a month, unlimited movies. It was... Sounds sustainable. <laughs> it lasted, what, six months, yes. seven months? Yes. Wow. My brother did it, and he yeah. did it for a lot of that time. It was... Yeah. They just, they send you essentially like a credit card, like a card, a MoviePass card, and you just swipe it. <laughs> it gets your movie ticket. It just charges oh, it to them. Fucking funny. It's it is awesome. funny. Um, Kendrick? Uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Uh, I talked about this... 
<laughs> a bit on Stunlocked with Bailey. Bailey is not your savior. He's not. <laughs> um, it's, I like a lot of people. <laughs> Contact Cube is not your savior. It's good. I like it. Um, a lot of people were disappointed. I don't fully get that. I think they were just hoping for... If you didn't like this, you're an idiot. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I, I don't know why. I don't know. I just haven't expected to pimp a butterfly since that came out. I just don't even bother. Is that your favorite? Yeah, it's my favorite country album. Is that not the? I. I yours. Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah. That's okay. My I, I go. I go. Good Kid, Mad City. Pimp a butterfly. Damn, Section Eighty. More out big steppers. Uh, Untitled and mastered. Untitled. Oh uh, yeah, sure. I'll count that. That would that would be after. Untitled was above damn for me. Mm. Zach just stared at Brian <laughs> for about five seconds. That's just baffling. Uh, and then I don't know. What's that first one called? The one that has like ignorance is bliss and like. Couldn't tell you. Oh fuck. Um, Gina, baby. No, I know. Yeah. Music magic. Music magic. Uh, see, see, you're referencing stuff from an episode that might air four weeks. And after. that's the best part. It's either an Easter egg to a future thing or a reference. Again, which... this is honestly probably the first episode you guys hear, but this is our fourth one we recorded. Today. <laughs> We're just on a marathon for 40 episodes. It's been a good day, folks. Yeah, it's been a good. Um, day. It's a good album. I think people's expectations. I think they just expected, for lack of a better word, more bangers. I mean, the album is more on the low-key side. There are songs that could banger be hits at zero. and have... I mean, no, count is a there, are, zero. there are songs that I would consider bangers or have catchy choruses and would function as hits, but I think a lot of the stuff he's writing about and rapping about are fairly serious and don't make for great. And I mean, typically Butterfly had that too, but yes, it, it is a therapy say, album. You can do both, because I, I think like Black of the Berry on Pimper Butterfly, one of the most serious like serious songs he's ever made. No, I and it's great. Honestly, it might be my favorite Kendrick song. It's a great song. Um, and I, But I, it's only grown on me because the album, while he didn't execute what he wants to do perfectly, I think it's his most ambitious album in terms of what, really? he's, what, in terms of what he's trying to get across because it is inherently more personal yeah. than what yeah. he's doing before and he lays a lot out there and a lot of it is uh not a great look um in every regard yeah. um and he does it anyway not saying he succeeds like there's been a lot of critiques on anti-diaries for some of the choices yeah. he makes and i completely understand and agree with a lot of those critiques but there's also been the view that he's not he states as an album he's not making this album for the people who already are uh, correctly handling those situations. It's for the people who need to learn, um, which I think, like, maybe then again, still not the best decision, but it's a, it's a choice. Um, and I don't know, like, the... That's the one that kind of, like, like all about, like, his, his like, trans... His, uh, yeah, his uncle, yeah. yeah. And what's the... It's the second to Mother I Sober is incredible. Oh, that's um, the, that was the one that kind of crescendos. At the yes, end. it's like a very, up. very light production piano beat over across the whole thing, and then it crescendos at the end. It, I it is. I did that too, where it kind of yeah. at the end it really mm -hmm. picks up because I remember like he's kind of monotone for most of those. Yeah. And then by the end, it's like, whoa, okay, that's, and that's pretty cool. I think it's those monotone parts that turn people off, and I get it. It's like if you're if you're the type of person who listens to music, like, oh, I want to put it in the car, I want to play with friends, I want to do it while I'm doing. Like, it's definitely not the most engaging. It's like yeah. a put headphones in and like listen to a story, which I completely understand if that's yeah. not what you're in the mood. For. Yeah, no, and I appreciate that, and I, that's why I don't think it's bad at all. Like, I, I this is my like I know I said this was like my least favorite of like his past four, but I don't think it's bad. I still think it's really good. It's just. 
obviously it's the one I'm probably gonna put on the least because like like you were saying, Jake, it's not the most that's the most privy to like uh, like just oh let me put on some music and vibe for a while. This is like definitely like an or like a complete like I know like also like it really feels like a diary, like a journal. Yeah. It feels like the it's stuff like a therapy that, session. Yeah, yeah. And this one like I'd say like the main theme of this one, just from again, I've only listened to it once and you know, so I'll listen to it more and I'm sure it'll grow on me even more and more. I'd say the main theme that I picked up on and I'm sure there's many more that I, you know, I just have picked up on through one listen, is just like, it's like a family. It's all about like family for yeah. the most part, I think. Um, and you know, you, you can you can look back at his other albums, like Good Kid, Matt City is specifically about like growing up in Compton. Um, Damn seems more like a, a nationwide look at things. Pimpa Butterfly is all specifically about blackness in general. Uh, like, so like, I, I think he, he's, he's such so good at having these cohesive albums. Yeah. All of, like, in terms of, like, in a day where everything is so, like, individualized, in terms of, like, oh, you can just pick a song and listen to it from any album, anywhere on the album, just pick it and listen to that. To have, like, artists still make albums designed to be full albums cohesively, like, that, mm -hmm. uh, like, you know, a lot of thoughts put into, like, how they how they listen together as a whole, I really, really appreciate that. And it's not like he's the only one that still does it, but he definitely does do it. Yeah. Probably better than... I mean, I don't listen to every artist out there today, but like most artists out there today. I appreciate that he's still, unlike many other uh, popular artists today, I think Drake being the worst example, he just waits till he actually has something to say. Like we waited five years for another album and it does feel like he has something to say that's worthwhile. Yeah. Where like even like Kanye's biggest issue now is that he's run out of things to say for uh, a Dr while. Drake was... Kind of honest something. He said he was way too sexy for that shirt. Yeah, that's. I was not a certified lover boy. Right. I, know we, I, I know we didn't talk about him. What did you call it earlier? But we were a certified. Who was he going to play? Certified cyborg boy. Yeah. If, if Drake were to play cyborg yeah. in, in the Justice League, certified cyborg boy. Another reference to saying that you probably won't You'll hear by that now. What did you guys think of uh, the Heart Part Five? You know, actually, I, I will admit I haven't listened to that yet. Really? It's, it's incredible. It? I know. I've heard what it is. I've heard okay. what the video is. I need to get to it. I'm actually okay. pretty excited to watch it. It's amazing. It. It's a crazy video. It, yeah. It's crazy. Well, I, album, let me ask you this. Is the album better if that's on the album? Yeah. Is that the Probably. best song? Would and that it, be the best song? The, the problem is, it's not. It's not a personal song. So it doesn't fit. Yeah. It doesn't fit with the. It's less about. It's less about him and more about others. I know he released like um, Hard Part Four before Damn. It's also good. I. It's a really good song though. The hard part fun, I was like looking at like reactions, like just YouTube. I'm like, oh, what? How did how did everyone else react to his first transformation into OJ Simpson? Um, and uh, no one fucking recognized him. No one recognized OJ. That's not surprising. I, it, it, it was. I, I mean, I was not, like, these were like. Uh, I'll admit that I followed OJ on Twitter, so I know exactly what he looks. Oh, like. Oh, I know exactly what he looks like too. I mean, I mean, but I and I was wondering. I'm like, well, I'm looking at the, like these people, like you know, my age. Uh, like sometimes multiple of them in a room and they just don't know they're like what was that and they didn't like un they didn't like go back and like try to figure out who OJ was until they turned into Kanye and I uh, I don't know like I said just because I'm on Twitter and I get to see someone say like this guy killed his wife and he's here <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like the guy that killed his wife is here talking about like uh Civil debate or whatever, isn't was, that crazy? Is OJ one of the the wax naked wax figurines in the Kanye Famous video. Oof. I'm not sure. You know, it seems like like one of the guys you would throw in there. Dude, and, you know, this this like video with like incredible like deep fake stuff, like really like well done. And four hours later, Kanye puts out like a new music video for Life of the Party. 
and it's like the fucking like Snapchat filter, yeah. and, like making a face move like to lips. I'm like, what are you? What? Like, I was this did intentional? not bother listening what? down to two. I didn't try to like. Oh, like, I didn't hire it off anything. Yeah. I don't care enough to at this point. Oh really? Did uh did Adam get the uh, stem player? No, he didn't. <laughs> what also he sound he found it on SoundCloud. Cringe. He might be on there somewhere still. Cringe, dude. The, the stem player. Yeah, no, he's not I a real mean, fan. I, I don't care about Kanye anymore. Really. Stealing from Ye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he betrayed the one he loved the uh, most. Does Adam still care about Kanye? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He was getting into it in a group chat today with uh, one of our friends, Mel. Because yeah. he goes, hey, Mel, why did Harry Styles just drop a dog shit album? <laughs> I will say, as someone who listened to it, it's fine. And then, like, she was like, oh, imagine thinking Kanye is the best modern artist, blah, blah, blah. And it was, yeah, it was a brief, Gotta love brief, it. Brief back and forth. Uh, you know, yeah. I haven't listened to the new Harry Styles album. I did listen to the last one. Was that Fine Line? Yeah. I'll say Fine Line is better than anything Kanye's released since Pablo Minimum. I strongly disagree with that, but yeah, I don't. I don't think Harry Styles is very interesting. Fine, fine Line was very surprising to me. Like this, this shit busts. This <laughs> Something I'm really into is uh, like white men celebrities like uh, trying to like queer bait. They're trying to like follow. They're like they, I, I have a big poster. No, of Harry I know. I know. I don't, I don't remember like Harry's actual status, but it's like Lord, I've seen what you've done for Harry Styles <laughs> <laughs> with young white with young white girls. And I and I, did, I remember there was like a was like a fucking song. It was just like from like this uh, like this you know white artist and um, someone was like. Uh, Oh, so like you know, the song's about a girl. He's like, no, it's about a person. <laughs> it's like, okay, dude. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's like uh, just the ultimate publicist move. Like maybe seem a little gay. Yeah. Maybe look a little. Or trying to be like it doesn't. It, it's just. Women are people. I, I personally, no, I think he was personally trying to allude. It's like, maybe it was about a guy. Uh, probably not. I, th- there's a show I recommended uh, a while back called The Other Two on HBO. And there's a whole episode where one of the main characters is gay. And this, uh, so he's a famous actor. I forget who, what this character name is. But he asks him to go. He's like, will you go out to dinner with me? And like, they, the whole, everything they do always has paparazzi there. But he won't, he's like, oh yeah, come over to my place. But they, he won't let him touch. Cause he's like, you can bring my, you can bring my trash out. You can walk my, we can walk my dog together. But like no physical interaction whatsoever. He's like, no, I am. He'll like hug him. But it's, that's the whole bit. It's like, I'll play gay, but I will never confirm. He's, every time they ask him like, what, like, what about your sexuality? He's like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. It's that tweet that was like, play, play a game of chicken with my room. And it's like we've been we've been married for like five <laughs> <laughs> like it's like no one wants to cave in first and be like I'm not gay. Yeah, I uh, yeah I don't know. I just find that I find that stuff so interesting. Yeah, it's about a person. Like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> you could say about a man and I'd be like, okay, he's doing it. But to be like, I don't know. Any last thoughts on Mr. Morale? No. no. Favorite songs: Father Time, Mother I Sober, uh, the uh, Pharrell Great produced. Spirit. Spirit, that was my favorite. That's a good one. Mr. Morale. That's the Pharrell produced one. That one goes. Hard. I like that. I had that one. That's like the that one that has like the ah, how it yeah. starts. Yeah. So good. Yeah, uh, and I'm sure again, like I liked it. I liked it enough, and I'm sure it's one that I, I it's one I could, I could tell off the bat that will reward re-listens as I go. 
Mm-hmm. But there are ones that I know off the bat that I know a lot of people like that I know I just won't like because it's not my style. Like the what, what's the second song? Like uh, oh, at ninety five. I can tell that that's one that people will like that will never. I do like that song. Never grow on me. <laughs> it's just not my style. But um, yeah, I mean, there's yeah, it is what it is. I liked it, and I'm sure I'll like it more whenever I get around to listening to it again, which won't be too soon or too long. We don't have to talk about it a ton, but I do have to ask Brian because I know he's a fan. What did you think of Pusha T's album? Uh, that was really good. Yep, it's so good. <laughs> Thumbs up. Yeah. Great. That was very good. That's nice. it. Nice. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's really good. I, I don't remember specifics, but I said, yo, let's push it to you. And he, yeah. It's great. It's, great. it's really great. He's oh, rapping about. Let that boy come home. Deadbeat motherfucker play. I know all the words uh, of that song. It's so a, good. I, I cannot. Let's sleep with the facts. <laughs> what an incredible diss track. What yeah, a that's pretty good. surgical that's summer. Uh, and he, never, he was unable to go through with it. The label made him stop. I know. He was going to expose everyone. <laughs> he promised. He promised. Um, I'm you think uh, he knew it was on the island? And that's why they stopped him? <laughs> yes, life? yes, he knew it was in the flight logs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the flight logs. <laughs> uh, can I do some water? Yeah. yeah. Sick. Uh, no, you guys can I mean, we could, about. Okay. Should we do start the Marvel train? Star Wars. Let's just Which Star one would you Wars rather Wars. us do? Start with Star Wars. Okay. I, there's less to say about Star Wars right now. In fact, I don't even know what, what do we want to say. Okay, no, so. Kenobi yeah. hasn't come out yet. No, Kenobi hasn't come out. For perspective, I, don't, I guess this is probably going to be the first episode that yeah, goes up. Yeah, I'll, I'll have this edited in the next few days, okay. and I'll, uh, hopefully we can get this so, out maybe the day Kenobi comes out, if not a little before. Kenobi's coming soon. We I don't know if we ever talked about Boba Fett, which I don't really care to talk about. I Did you, think we brought it up enough during the Batman, because that was around yeah. that time. O- outside of, obviously, all the Kendrick shit we just talked about, I wanted to talk about the state of Marvel and Star Wars because I, I feel mean, like... Let me pull up the upcoming slate yeah. of Star well, Wars yeah, Disney. I got it. Disney's in a weird place. Recently this week, uh, Vanity Fair, did you see all this stuff? I Go ahead. It had that huge blowout where they interviewed the three like biggest stars of upcoming stuff, Rosario Dawson, Ewan McGregor, and Diego Luna. Yeah. Um, so the upcoming lineup is you have uh, Obi-Wan next week, oh, okay. then you have Andor during the summer, then we'll have Ashoka. Oh, Bad Batch Season 2? Okay. Yes, Bad Batch Season 2. We'll have Mandalorian Season 3 sometime this winter, early next year. Then we'll have Ashoka. And then after that, this is what I want to talk to you about, Zach, at least what you're feeling and excited about or not excited about. The only thing we have after that is the Acolyte, which is that show that's going to be written. Yeah. After those, not including Acolyte. After that, we're kind of done with all of the Star Wars that we that we not like not even confirmed shit, but like stuff in the world of Star Wars that we've been associating the Skywalkers, everything we've learned from all the shows, all that's done. Like none of the stuff that is scheduled is we know is in those eras. Do you think? Do you want them to move on? Yes. Okay. Yes, I would, I, I, moving on sounds wonderful. That's what they say or, they're going to do. stop releasing shit every few months. Star Wars was as cool when it's... Okay, Star Wars, Force Awakens, huge deal. Star Wars hasn't been around since Revenge of the Sith. Uh, Last Jedi, you know, second one out there, still made a shit ton of money. Um, still cool, novelty's still there. Yeah. They had Mandalorian had not come out yet. Mandalorian comes out right around Rise of Skywalker. And that's about when, like, this current era that we're in really begins. I know the sequels are technically part of the Disney era, and Rebels was coming out around then, too. But, like, this is now when it's like, oh, they are really going to pump this thing for everything it's worth now. Like, with all these shows, like, and that's why Boba Fett was the biggest offender of that. And I think, I don't want to do a scenario where we Spider-Man this again and talk about it when we already talked about it. Yeah, let's just not. 
It was lame. Yeah. Period. We talked about it last episode. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Lame. Felt like Boba Fett. To sum up, what I would, what I've said a million times is, it felt like they were like, let's make a Boba Fett show, or we can make a Boba Fett show. Let's do it. Or instead of we have a great idea for Boba Fett, let's do a show. The way, uh, the way my roommate described it was very weird. <laughs> it was very funny. Where he's like, let's uh, make Boba Fett do crime, but uh, good. <laughs> yeah, or like, and it, it was just like he was in just disbelief. not an interesting character. He was in just disbelief. He's Your like, main character is not interesting whatsoever. You remove all mystery from him, and it, it just really just kind of. Blew. Whereas I want the Mandalorian to take off his helmet more and more, and be more, and it would get more of his. We need this I want the exact opposite for Boba Fett. I wanted that helmet to be on. Completely, and I didn't want him to get his own show. Make him a side character like, Mandalorian where he briefly yeah. shows up, does cool shit, keeps the helmet on, love it. He can still be kind of a bad guy, you know, because Mandalorian is, you know, kind of, he's a little morally great at times, or at least he used to be, but no. he's going the opposite direction. You can have Boba Fett be like that crossroads. If you make Boba Fett an adversary to Mandalorian, I'd be much more excited. It would be much more yeah. exciting, it would be way cooler, because it's cool. When you can put two characters who you think are cool and you're both rooting for on opposite sides of each other, then you have really good television. Yeah. Which is why Game of Thrones was so good for so long. That's why Breaking Bad is Because you had all these fucking, yeah, exactly. You had these different characters going against each other, justifiably so, and you you really, you just want to know what happens because you, you genuinely like both characters. And they they play, they blew that chance because they played it safe and made him more of a good guy. They yeah. made him a good guy. And Chris you was know, just in disbelief that it's like you know there's a blank slate character and they couldn't like they they couldn't even squeeze blood from that stone. Like yeah, yeah he, he just, could have been anything really. <laughs> that's just shows. so that was yeah. so annoying. So and I know I'm not like the Boba Fett diehard because I didn't read all these comics and know all this background lore. Well, it's just shit. not that's real. Erased anyway. Yeah. So you know whatever. Um, but yeah, acolyte. Out of all the shows, besides, with the exception of maybe Kenobi, just out of how amped I am to see you and McGregor back, uh, that's the one I'm most excited for, because what the hell could, who could they put in it besides Yoda? Oh, it's going Yoda. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think it's really going to have anyone in it. I hope so. I would, I would bet there's a Yoda cameo. That's what I bet. That's all I can bet. Grogu. <laughs> no, they, no, no, he would not be. Well, we, could we that. see the Inception? Could Maybe Inception of the, yeah. you mean the no, conception. Conception, sorry, of Grogu. Conception of Grogu. The Inception. Yoda of Grogu. We have to go into Grogu's dreams. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Yoda bust. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's cool though because I, I I really like bust. That. I must. And, and also, I remember there was a big Twitter hoopla on Star Wars Twitter for a day. Fuck Star Wars Twitter. I hate it. It was literally it was like it was like. One of the key writers for Acolyte has never watched a Star Wars movie, and people were like, "Ah, oh, she won't understand. She's gonna blow it." Blah blah blah. It's like, and I was like, "Great, Fuck yeah, great, sweet." Because then we won't get the same regurgitated shit that we keep getting over and yeah. over. As long as she doesn't like, you know, like make a key, the like, canon crushing error. You know, yeah. as long as it's a different style, different like do different things, explore different places, probably won't be on Tatooine. Thank I God. hope Jedi are fucking left and right in this show. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, I mean it's. That would be canon, very cute. That would be kind of that would, that would be, that would be interesting for canon. Wait, Jedi are not allowed to fuck. Or have oh, really any romantic. I thought you meant like Jedi left like everywhere. There's a bunch well, of Jedi. Oh, that would also be cool. The I older has a very lusty subplot in Clone Wars with Satine about a girl who we just couldn't have because of the was in the Jedi Order. Yeah. Though there he has a heartbreaking line where he said, "If you had only said the word, I would have left the Order for you." And that's a, that's how I feel. Oof. Obi Wan's guys. I bet she gets mentioned in the Kenobi series. Probably. I, uh, uh, they'll throw us. They'll throw us that bone. You think they do another season of, of Visions? 
They confirmed it. I think they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's cool. I, I, I would, that. that was cool. It would have been cool if they picked up some of those. No, all of them are great. But some they, yeah, yes. It would have been cool if they picked up some of those pilots. Agreed. Like, like treat them as pilots. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. I mean, okay. Let's go. Let's just, let's just go through them. I and mean, you get me your excitement okay. on a scale of one to five lightsabers. On it. Got okay? it. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, do I need to pick a solid number? Or can I say like three point five? You can go a half. Okay, three point five. Yeah. Okay. I I am uh, uh, cautiously optimistic. Yeah, okay. Um, I would say I'm also about 3.5 yeah. for that. Maybe for, if only for personal reasons of just seeing him back. I mean, I would say- Hello hey, there. <laughs> Brian has moved to the bed. <laughs> People have like a jump scare when they're going <laughs> speaker in the back. Uh, yeah, no, so yeah, Hayden being back is still cool as well, but also like less cool because it's like, unless it's flashbacks, in which case, awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Flashbacks with him as Anakin. I, I mean, I guess that will be cool with knowing it's him as Vader. But you know, at the end of the day, how they're gonna have to have James Earl Jones yeah. be the voice. So I mean, that, that is what it is. And also, them having a rematch is just kind of like we were kind. We brought it brought up earlier in the, in the Wendy's drive-through, which you can hear us discuss on another episode later. Um, <laughs> not confirmed. Not, that uh, you know, like uh, having him fight Darth Vader. When Darth Vader said in New Hope, like, oh, when we last met, I was but the student and you the master, like, that's... It doesn't imply you lose. It does imply <laughs> that Vader loses. And Obi-Wan so said you live that, again. That was, of course, about Revenge of the Sith, what we assumed at the time, and now it, it's confirmed that it will be about this. I And it's like, okay, so it's, we kind of know going in that, hey, neither one of them's dying, obviously. Um, sure. Timeline in shambles after that. Yeah, that would be a baller Disney move. That would be the most risky thing Disney has done. Yeah. Throw the timeline this and introduce the they multiverse. They should do a final. That's how they introduce the multiverse in the Star Wars. Well, oh my god, blow my brain. Wolverine's back. This theoretically serves like one pretty important thing. It's like giving Darth Vader in the Darth Vader outfit a choreographed fight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. live action. That's actually cool. the only one. cool thing we have of him as Darth Vader is him squattering. Yes. In, in Rogue One. Yeah. Which I love. I love yeah, that we have right. that now. Yeah. That's and cool. like all the video game shit, like, you know, falling yeah, over. That's cool The most baller thing he did is when he throws that guy in the ceiling yeah. and as he's walking by, just kind of no look, flips his lightsaber yeah. and like guts him down the middle as he's walking. That's, that's so, shit. That's like sick. So like this technically, this does serve to like give fans a choreographed Vader fight, which yeah, will be okay. new. That'll be cool and hopefully they don't fuck that up. And I wonder if they do that in a lava setting again. Um, yeah, I know. As long as it's not a Tatooine, I guess, so. Well, no, it's not Mustafar, then what the fuck are we doing? We're doing that again. Well, it's Mustafar. Uh, I did like, oh, one more thing about Kenobi. That's cool. John Williams apparently came back on on his own, uh, you know, principles because he this. said he never got to do an Obi Wan Kenobi theme. Oh yeah, theme that is cool. For Obi Wan Kenobi, so that's he's cool. that's cool that there's gonna be a John Williams original new Star Wars theme when when he said he was done with Rise of Skywalker, which you know one of the biggest disappointments of Rise of Skywalker and the list of many is that there's really no new definitive music in that movie. That's like wow, that was cool. You know, like even like Force Awakens introduced new music that was yeah. cool. Last Jedi had some pretty good moments of that, and but like, I I hope the music from the trailer would have been in it. That's that shit that made me cry. That slowed down main theme. It's yeah. It's, it's not in the movie. Poor, How poor do you choice. Not fucking do that. How does that not happen? I just don't understand. But all right, moving on. Andor. 
Uh, a four because the writer uh, I think it's Tony Gilroy uh, if I read correctly he actually has like a multi-season plan which I feel like we don't get anymore it's a three season plan is what I heard like the fact that he actually like he has a vision and an idea for what a story he wants to write this it feels better call Saul of of the universe given this prequel to Rogue One slash New Hope I like the character I think there's a lot of room for what you could do I appreciate that it sounds like this guy the one guy who wrote it is like I want to do this pitched it and they were like yes as opposed to we need an Ahsoka show for our lore <laughs> which yeah you have what's your excitement at for yeah. Andor Andor uh yeah you know I would say you know honestly I, I you know, I'll do a because what well, I gave Kenobi a four I'll give this a four yeah I'll give this a four maybe a little less because of like you know well no I'd say about the same because like what you were saying is I like that to add to, you, the, to what you're saying is like, yeah, I really do believe the vision thing because it's like K2SO, like that droid from Rogue One is like apparently like not in it or if he's in it, barely in it at mm-hmm. all, which you'd feel like if it was like a one season thing, he would be in it a lot. Yeah. And the fact that they're like setting him up instead of like him being yeah. in it is, you know, is something in itself. And, you know, it's a little like, oh, why do we care about characters? We even know they're going to die. It's like, you know, shut the fuck up. You know, yeah. if it's a cool story, it'll be cool. Better Call Saul uh, is a great. Ex- I mean, you can Better make you can make a good a prequel. Example. You can make a good you, you prequel. Can, and you'll add other characters too that we didn't know and all that. Like, yeah. so that'll be cool. Um, Bad Batch season two. Did you watch Bad Batch? Uh, my yeah, my excitement would be to one because I didn't watch the first season. So okay, fair enough. I'm gonna give it a. I'll, I'll say three. You know, I'll definitely watch it. I like Bad Batch. It was 16 episodes. There was definitely some filler in there. But there were definitely some really good... It, it had flashes of the Clone Wars grinding that okay. I liked a lot. And it was definitely a, a Clone Wars sequel, the same animation style, all that. So, you know, that was cool. Uh, the guy who does all the clone voices is just an incredible voice actor for differentiating all these clones yeah. in meaningful ways. Um, Mandalorian uh, Season 3. 2.5, I will say after... The, the stuff that they tied in into Boba Fett, my excitement has lessened. I yeah, I'm gonna go three. Uh, I really one thing that I would be tell you what could have pushed it to a three point five is the fact that they've been filming this entire time while Pedro Pascal has been filming Last of Us. I mean, he openly said in the Vanity Fair article, "The great part about this job is that I don't have to be there." <laughs> he openly said he's like he's like I was excited to do this project because it's such a fun thing but normally about these big projects is they limit you from something else the cool thing about this is I can just hop in the booth and record some VO so he's openly admitted that he's not there yeah so that <laughs> directly contradicts what I fucking want which is you know getting to know him you know the best scenes my favorite scenes in the whole show when he takes his helmet off the one at the end of the finale season one best scene in that season the one the two scenes he does in season two the two best scenes of that season so i i just i it just is so frustrating to me it's so frustrating to me because they it, they have this development right there they even had they even hinted that he was heading that way with like they're like oh he's you know, getting when he takes it off on his own volition twice there, especially one, once out of necessity and once because he genuinely wanted, you know, Grogu to see his face. And now I was like, awesome, beautiful moment, excellent job, don't fuck it up. And what do they do? They fuck it up and they're literally just like, and I almost wonder if it's because they just didn't want to wait. So they just, yeah, they didn't want to wait for him to be done or pay him more or something. You know, it's. It's just so frustrating. That's exactly what I wanted. I wanted him to go to Mandalore, which is you know where it's headed probably, and like fucking rewrite the fucking rules 
and like him with the dark saber and really just rule over that shit and be baller and not care what people think about him taking off his helmet. Well, yeah, that would be cool to watch. That's I think that's where my frustration comes from because with the stuff we got in Boba Fett. The last season two Mandalorian ended off on a really interesting place, and now we've essentially not even in a season of the Mandalorian. We've reset all of that. That's so he has, They brought. I'm going back down to two point five. You're right. They, I'm getting more upset about it. They they brought Grogu back, and in addition to that, he is still stuck on following like the Mandalorian code, which I find so uninteresting. So boring. The fucking this is the way shit is the lamest, dumbest fucking like. The fact that we're like, it would be, it's cool to have in the show, but it's cool to have in the show if you're acknowledging how dumb it is and the journey is him growing away from this dumb yeah. cult. But the fact that we're like, he's reverting back to the cult, we're supposed to be like, oh good. It's like, <laughs> no, yeah. like, this, this is so dumb. I mean, if, if this season, if he doesn't at the end of the season take his helmet off, permanently, with some hint of permanence of him taking it off, because I've accepted that it's not happening during the season. If anything, it's another finale moment where he takes off his helmet. And it's like, if, if, if this season, and I think it's actually, I heard, isn't this supposed to be like a three season thing too? Like Mandalorian is supposed to be like three I have no seasons. Idea. I thought I heard that. I can't confirm it. I thought I I'll read do that, a Google. that this was supposed to be three seasons. And it, it, it just seems like now, like it's just not what I was wanting it to be from the very beginning. Because that was already my frustration with season one. And then, you know, season two is better, but you know, season two is better because it was just playing the hits. And season three, Boba, 2.5 with Boba Fett, Fucking them going back to the Luke Skywalker thing, the whole fucking them using an AI to create his voice and read his lines, and that's why it's so emotionless because it literally cannot project emotion. That's so fucking like depressing, and just about the future of this shit in general. So yeah, if they do more of that in Mando season three, it's just. Ugh, I'm over. trying to. I'm over it. So yeah, two point five for that for sure. What's the next thing is Ahsoka? Yeah, Ahsoka. I'll give that a. I'll give that a three. I'll yeah, go, I agree. I'll go I, I think her performance is fine, and that's my biggest concern. Is that I think I just can't. It's not buy her. As yeah, Ahsoka. It's not because her performance it's, it's isn't just great. Not. It's not. Not even. It's not even like she's bad. It's not even like. That's, I, I don't think there's anything she could do to make me think it's her. Okay, if you like, I mean, it's just it's frustrating because I just. Love Ashley Eckstein's vocal work as Ahsoka, yeah. and I think she's one of my favorite characters in anything ever, not just Star Wars. And so you bring her into live action because you want to make her more accessible to everyone, make it a bigger event because you think animation can't be that bigger event. And and I guess if we're realistically speaking, they're right that no less people will watch it if it's animated. But I really think you're losing a lot in quality. Yeah. And like I just the the, the things that Ahsoka. The action scenes of Ahsoka are so cool in Clone Wars because of all the, like, just shit she can do that will look dumb in live action. You know, like yeah. the fucking force run in Phantom Menace where they speed away really fast. Looks dumb. <laughs> looks dumb. You can't, it just won't look cool in live action. And they don't do that exactly in Clone Wars, but there's shit that they do in Clone Wars that will look ridiculous yeah. in, in, like, live action. So, I mean, it's just, and you're losing that. And also, you're just, it just doesn't feel like her no. just i feel like i'm watching a version of her that's not her when i was watching her in, in boba fett and in mando so like that's that's why i'm not that excited for it i'm excited that they're finishing these threads that they started in rebels i just wish that they finished it in another season of rebels like they announced another season of rebels that's what i would yeah. rather have watched and i would be much more excited you know they're 
And that's, for example, like the, the Cad Bane character in Boba Fett, like that bounty hunter, I bought him as the same guy from the Clone Wars because they got the voice. That just goes so far. Yeah. And like, I, I completely bought him as that He's guy. cool looking too. Yeah, he looked cool. You know, like, I was like, cool, cool character. You know, like, I, I buy that as him, not a problem at all. That was a really good adaption. Yeah. This Ahsoka, I still like her enough and what I've seen from her. It just always feels like two different characters to me. Like I'm watching two different characters. So that's why I'm not overly excited. I'm cautiously, I don't even say cautiously, I kind of know what quality it's going to be and I'm just kind of accepted that it'll be fine. And that, when they're wrapping up yeah. all that, those storylines. But and Then final thing, Acolyte, five out of five. She uh, wrote a show called Russian Doll on Netflix that I like a lot. So oh, is that the, I, uh, the Natalie Leone? Yes, Natasha Leone show. Yeah. She and, hosted SNL the other yeah. last night. The Kate McKinnon's Final SNL. Break. And Pete Davidson and two others. And A.D. Bryant, Bryant, Bryant and... Mooney? Pete, Pete Mooney? Is that his name? Yes. Kyle Mooney? Kyle, Kyle Mooney. Kyle Mooney. All four of them are leaving. Huh. Is Kyle Mooney... I get him mixed up with... It's like the I either hair. like him or I don't like him. Let me see. I'm going to find out which He's one He's not is. the guy from the AT&T commercial, if that's... Kyle <laughs> What you're deciding between. Kyle Mooney is... I'm about to tell you right. I accidentally... Brian. Kyle Mooney. Oh, I do... Do you like him? Wait. Is that Will you watch any of the Star Wars content? No. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) So, virtually zero chance. Maybe Acolyte. I do not like Kyle Mooney. Okay. I can confirm. All right. um, (laughs) Marvel? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I guess, yeah. I'll give Acolyte a three and a half. No, or I guess four. It's just we know nothing about it, which I guess is cool. So, I'll give it a four. 